Shall we, Sai, yes. have a quick competitive game of countdown? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, so Carol Vorderman is here. Yes. Uh, hi hi Carol. Hello. That's that's just you doing No, that's Carol Vorderman. She's uh, here. She but no, we, we do house. like to train our brains. We do like to uh you know, keep our yeah. brains active as you can tell. Yeah. So I think uh you got a pen and paper there i've got a pen yep. and paper. so quite game of countdown uh do you want to choose the letters there si and i'll put them up on the board yep uh you got eight letters i believe which well you know why this is a little joke here for you this is unusual oh god you know why i made this up yep go on you know why uh nuns are silent don't you why is that because first they take their vows then they take their consonants <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, yeah, so let's uh, get serious for a minute here. uh, What do you want? A consonant? Uh, A vowel? Well, that's up to you. Okay. uh, Okay, go on. Oh, what? You're going to... No, you asked for eight... Oh, a combination. a vowel, please, Michael? that's a vowel, yep. (laughs) I don't know why you call Michael. Go on. Uh, I know, it's Carol, isn't it? Can I have a vowel, please, Carol? Yep, that's already up. Can I have a consonant? Yep, consonant. Another consonant? Yep. Another consonant? Yep. Another vowel? Yep. Another vowel? Yep. Another vowel, uh-huh. one consonant, and that's you. That's the lot. That's eight letters. Okay. So now, uh, thirty seconds, longest words you can get. Uh, Don't do that music, will you? Because that really, because that that gets me. Do you know, we mean? have to do the music. No, it makes me panic. Yeah, but we have to. I but I don't like it. Okay, uh, thirty seconds. Okay, and here comes the music, and go. God, um, uh, God, it's really it's scary. A tricky one. Um, yeah, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, okay. Do I ring a? Oh, uh, we're not finished. Do I ring a buzzer? No, you don't. You just wait for the. Oh, right. Don't distract me. God, this music. God. Okay. God. Time is up. Uh, so tense. How many letters you got there, Sai? I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven letters <laughs> from eight letters. Yeah, it's incredible, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> I have a seven. Uh, do you want to go first? Yep. Uh, my word is ambidextrous. Ah, and what does that mean? That means that you can do stuff with both hands and feet. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, you can write with your right foot. I'm not sure that's a draw with your left. Uh, foot. We're just looking over at the judges now. Yeah, that is not actually a word. Uh, so that's you've been disqualified. Yeah. Oh. Now my uh, what four or five? My seven letter word is glob jam. Glob jam. Glob jam. Okay, we're just taking that to the panel now. We're looking over at Giles Brandreth. Yeah. So glob jam uh, is. A uh, type of jam right. made from uh, spittle. Right. Yeah, glob jam. Glob jam. Very popular. Yes, and that is a word. So yes. you've won the hey, you've won the trophy. Me. Here yes. it is. And the dictionary set is mine. Glob jam. I have my dream diary here again, Sai. Oh, okay. Well, this I is... say my dream diary, my girlfriend's dream diary. Um, of your so that, dreams? Yes. The, well, not, I mean, she can't see my dreams. <laughs> she uh, can't actually watch them. So I think we went down this road before. Yeah, these are things that I've said in my sleep that my girlfriend has written down in a book. I have no memory of saying these things. And sometimes she'll reply to me. Um, sorry, she'll ask me questions and I'll reply to them without waking up. So sometimes in these, I'll have something that she's asked me. So this is a good one. Okay, this cool. was from April 2014. I said, quick, look, see all the parrots on the clothesline out the window? She said, <laughs> yeah. 
obviously she couldn't but she she wanted to know what else i had to say yeah and i said and do you see the one at the back door it's a puppet but if you call it in the night when no one's there it still turns (laughs) it still turns what she said that's creepy and i replied yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so creepy a creepy puppet now what hang on oh, oh no actually you can't explain it can you in any way shape or uh, form not really does uh, it turn back it turn into a real bird so when you look at it it's like a quantum bird it turns into a real bird but when you're not looking it's a puppet i feel like because yeah. the thing is once i read these i have kind of an image in my head that seems almost familiar so when I wake up, she'll she'll read it to me. And after she's laughed at me for a while and I've just sat there looking disturbed. Um, it's weird because I can kind of, you know, when you when you have a dream and you write down just one or two words and it just brings it back. Yeah, yeah. Then you can a remember. Bit like that. So I think I imagine lots of parrots on the washing line. But there was one parrot sitting on the doorstep, I seem to think. And that one was a puppet. Uh, but what was odd about it is that I think if you called it in the night, it would still turn, like turn its head to you, which yeah. doesn't make sense because it's a puppet. Oh, yeah, because I, it was, I, unless it I, was being operated. I assume that it's operated during the day, <laughs> <laughs> right. but not not in the evenings. Maybe the parrot, the puppet parrot, is only operational from like nine to five. So at night time, it remains kind of still. It's in like a, a static state, just sitting on the doorstep. Exactly, but it's it like will a... still turn to its name weird right scary uh here's another one this is from 2014 as well 2014 was a good year for for dream speak dreams so i'm asleep my girlfriend is probably working on the computer nearby because you know she works while i sleep apparently Uh, so she asked me for a password for something she said what's what's your password for this and i said (laughs) i said served mustard (laughs) and she said what and i went served mustard she said that's your password and i said yep and then she said are you sure and i said yes and she said why is that your password and i said because that's what i've decided my password should be a few minutes later as predictably she says it's it doesn't work (laughs) and i say well i haven't changed it to that yet (laughs) <laughs> so it was a future a future password. a future password that i now can't use because um I've now, we will know. Yeah. now we will know <laughs> quick everyone hack into al's system you know the password served mustard okay here's one for 2015 september this is the last one you get you get three today and then three okay. next week this one, September 2015, picture me sound asleep, my girlfriend going about her business or whatever it is, and I stir a little bit and then out loud I say, there's mushrooms on armpit testicles. <laughs> and she says, she's actually written down here in the diary, I repeat what he asked just to check that I heard it right. She says, did you say there's mushrooms on armpit testicles? And I replied, you heard me. (laughs) You heard me. You know what I'm talking about. There's mushrooms on armpit testicles. That's some kind of fungal infection there. Oh, hang on a sec. 
just over there in the horizon. Oh my word, there they are. You know who that is. Arr, 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 arr. It's me, it's me it's Colonel Blubberhouse. I've thrown a cart in my other head. You whine here a little it nibble, won't you? Oh, 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 that's it. Would you mind flatting my hair for me? Right, uh, you boys from the head. Who? Oh, hello there. Travelling today. Hello, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know who's. Oh, I, I, I went last time to see. I uh, think. Do you know what? Earlier on, we were discussing Marlon Brando, and he had some weird, you know, some weird ideas. And you said okay. he was quite a weird guy. I'd quite like to go and visit Marlon Brando. So you're gonna go back? You're gonna go back to his island? He actually owned an island. So I think it's called Territoria. It's a South Sea island he bought from an old lady. And he okay. lived there. Yeah. yeah, he lived there, yeah. Are we going to get ourselves to Territoria? Let's go to Territoria, Brando. You might be mispronouncing that. You might want to fact check that one. No, I won't be doing that, head too. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Okay, Cy, I am off to this. Okay, well, you take it. Be careful, Al, won't you? Just, uh, you know, time travel can be, you know, can be a dangerous thing, Just you know? a few things I want to chat to Marlon about. It should be quite interesting. I've got, I'm, I'm armed with some film facts that I'd like to ask him about, so. Okay, cool. I don't want you to uh, come back as a small child or anything like that. Don't. Well, we'll see what happens. Be careful. Okay, Take care. Bye. Right. All right. Captain. Bye. Uh, whip away. Whip away. Whip away. Look over there, Captain. I, I think I can see. I think that's Marlon Brando's island. Look if down you could there. Just... You can see those green trees there. Now we're just going to drop you off here, lad. We're not going down there. He's, he's mad, mad, I tell ya! I can hear him firing shotgun blasts into the air as we speak. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna head down, so see you later, Captain. Alright, see you later, laddie! Take right. Just, just for the listeners, this is a lush, a lush island. It's a beautiful sunny day, and, uh, oh, I think, I think I can see Mr. Brando just, uh, over there. I'm just gonna approach him now. Uh, uh, excuse me, sir. Hello. Oh, oh, hello, hello. Is that, uh, you, are you uh, Mr. Brando? Uh, that's what sometimes they call me, Martin Brando. But my real name, my real name is Florence. Do you want a bagel? I got a. I like the green bagels. They're the best bagel. Look, you can wear them like glasses, like on your eyes. One bagel, eight tie. Um, I've always wanted to ask you, Mister Brando, about some of the, some of the things that I've, some of the stories I've heard about you uh, over your career. I don't know if I we can. I want to listen to the stories. If you want to know the real stuff, you gotta ask me. Look me in the eyes. Look, look at, look at my bagel glasses. They're. It's hard me. to see your eyes through the bagels, but they Bring do. Your eyes closer. Brando. It is a striking look, though. Look through the bagel glasses. Should, yeah, oh, okay. Look into I mean, my soul. Look you at... are touching, your nose is touching my nose now. Now we can do a little Eskimo kiss, huh? Yeah. You like okay. it, don't you? It's, I like you yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, so, I, uh, since we are so close, um, I wondered, uh, I, I heard that on Mutiny on the Bounty, you ripped 52 pairs of trousers. That's, that's, that's very true. That's true. That's a lot of pant ripping. Yeah, that's, uh, you, do you know why that was? Why? Because of my explosive wind. Right. There's a problem that I have is with eating all the green bagels. 
and right. uh, then yeah, I get this terrible flatulence. Well, that it's, that is uh, actually you've, you're quite synonymous with flatulence. I think when most people think of your career, they do think about flatulence because um, I read that when you were filming the score, uh, that you would mess with Robert De Niro um, by hiding a remote-controlled whoopee cushion on set and making it sound like you know, like De Niro was letting. That, let well, that wasn't a, that. Uh, you don't want to listen to that nonsense. No, that wasn't a whoopee cushion. That no. was De Niro. Why don't you come with me? Come this way. Yeah. Come over here. This we're, is we're... where. This is why I'm making a making a little den here. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's a cave. Yeah, it's a cave, and it's all made out of bagels. I can Green see bagels. that. I stuck them all together using my own, you know, uh, using my own, uh, well, you know, excretions. Climb inside. Oh, don't be oh it's very, don't it's be very damp inside. We're going to stay in here forever, just the two of us. Okay, that's fine. Um, I, I've, I've got a few questions I wanted to ask you, but I'm feeling slightly, slightly... I just want to stay with you now. Yeah, just come, just cuddle up, snuggle up here under this, yeah, under this little blankie. It's nice, nice and snug. Yeah, it's snug in here. I got my ham radio here. Oh yeah, it's made out of ham. I can see. That. Yeah, and what? It's my only contact with the outside world. I basically just talk to people all over the world on here. You just tune it in. So hello there, hello. Does uh, does anyone ever get back to you? No, it might be because it's made out of ham. I'm not sure. I, I don't really have Hello? it. Hello? Is there anybody there? I think Hello? what I'm going to do, Mr. Brando, is I think I'll leave you to your ham radio and your, your green bagel cave. And, I don't uh, think you want to leave me. Why don't you ask me another question? I didn't really want to be an actor. I, uh, you just I, wanted... Yeah, I didn't. I never wanted to be an actor. I, 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 I always wanted to be a ballet dancer. Well, no. Now you have enough time on your island to, to live that dream, I suppose. I do. They want me to do a little, show you a little demonstration. I just actually let me just have do to... an arabesque. Just an arabesque. That's I, um, all. Just I have a look at this. This is my arabesque. Do I like think it? I'm going to have to get going. The ship is back for me. I have to get back to my time. Um, but I will just, have. We could live in here forever. Just I don't really want to, Mr. The... Brando. To be honest, I do need to be getting back. But there's someone coming through on the ham radio. How no, I'm. I'm just uh, gonna. It's a thing. It's a friend of yours. They want to talk to you. Why don't you? Just climbing back on the ship, Mr. Brando. It was absolutely yeah, yeah. nice Come to back. Meet you. I can back. see I can see you do the arabesque from here. Come back with Thank me. Thank you though. Come back. Whip away. Oh, Mr. Get away from him, he's mad. Here we go. Whip away. Whip away. Whip away. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Captain. That was that was quite the trip. Very um sedate, Mr. Brando. He's not he's not got much energy about him, does he? Oh no, he's a very quiet man. Very meek yeah. man. Oh. oh yes, very quiet. Oh, we're coming right, right through now. Oh. See down there, that's the uh, that's the twenty, that's the the, the twenty twenties down there. Oh, back we go to twenty twenty. I keep telling you we should skip a year, but if you insist, sir. Go back there, out of here, murder them. Twenty twenty's fine. Twenty twenty's fine. I don't want to mess anything. Down there, throw him over the side, West ah. McCart. Hey, Si. Sorry, oh, I didn't, I hey, didn't how, do my sound effect. I'm doing? good. I met Marlon Brando, and he is. You are kidding me. I, I tell you what, green bagel bits all over your in your beard. Yeah, sorry, I've been I've been. He got quite close to me with his green bagel eyes. Right, uh, 
he wanted to do an arabesque and he was farting and he had a radio made of ham and yeah right. i don't know i don't know if i want to go back and see him again to be honest well i heard he's quite a nice nice chap you know yeah he's all right but just a uh, bit eccentric he's a little too uh touchy right maybe yeah. it took a little took a little liking to you eh yeah well you know at least you got you got to hang out and just see if you get on with people right yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I well, think I'm, I'm just going to pop off and have a shower. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to you get the rest of that bagel? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid it is all too true. Frank Snazzle is indeed dead. Go towards the light, Frank. It's it's blinding. I can hear voices calling me. Maple peak and biscuit cake. Maple peak and biscuit cake. Actually, it sounds like they're saying maple peak and biscuit cake. 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 Hot Jamaican ginger cake. Hot Jamaican ginger cake. Mistake, they're saying hot Jamaican ginger cake. Hot Jamaican ginger cake? Hot Jamaican ginger cake. Not maple pecan biscuit cake. No, it was maple pecan biscuit cake, but now it's hot Jamaican ginger cake. And I feel inexplicably drawn toward it. Walk toward the light, Frank, and approach the gates of heaven. Oh, there's a queue. Can I help you, son? Are you, are you St. Peter? Well, it seems my reputation precedes me. St. Peter at your service, Prince of the Apostles. Although Peter means rock, so why don't you just go right ahead and call me Prince Rock? Now, I'm afraid there's a bit of a line and I'm dealing with a client, so if you could just wait in line one moment. Oh yes, yes, of course. Now, you say you're a Viking, Mr. Um... Bloodaxe, Liam Bloodaxe. Blood axe. Now, you see, it looks like there's been some kind of administrative cock-up, Liam. You seem to be in the wrong place. You see, this is heaven. No, Valhalla. I'm afraid not, Liam. But between you and me, I think you've come up trumps, my friend. You're gonna love it here in heaven. Oh, wonderful. Thanks. Whoa, not that fast, Liam. Not so fast. I'm afraid it's a slightly more complicated than just opening the gates and letting you waltz right in here. I just have to check a few of your credentials. Credentials? Well, the first thing is you need to have uh, led a good, decent and honest life. I have led a good, decent and honest life. Well, I sure do hate to point this out, Liam, but your fur cloak there is all covered in fresh blood and little bits of skull. <laughs> no, no, that's not skull. Uh, that's that's paint. Paint? Yeah. I'm an artist. Impressionist, naturalistic, mostly. I did dabble in it surreal for a spell, but I never really felt that I was adequately expressing myself through my work. Well, that's as may be, but what I really need is your paperwork. Paperwork? Yep. At some point during your life, some guys would have called at your door unexpectedly and asked you if you'd ever thought about our dear Lord God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they would have supplied all the relevant documentation. <laughs> they would have been very persistent. Liam, don't tell me you ignored them. <laughs> Not exactly. Liam. Well, me and my friend, we sort of 
we'll cut out their innards and use their skulls as flower pots from our chrysanthemums. <laughs> oh dear. And who was this friend? Skull splitter, I think it was. Not Thorfinn Skull Splitter. Yeah, do you know him? We all know Thorfinn up here. He won the stations of the cross race last semester. First to be laid in the tomb. Well, Jesus made him star of the month for that one. And now, since you don't have your paperwork up, security! Cast this cretin into the pit! No! 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 <laughs> Next, please. So I know that it's uh, a couple of times on this podcast I've told some scary stories, uh, and it, it occurred to me um, as you have an interest in science, like I think a lot of our interests sort of cross over. Um, but one of my big interests is, is the paranormal and the strange and the. Yeah, me too. The, the abnormal. Ah, I see what you've done there. So this is the think? title for your new segment, Abnormal. I'm going to tell you this. This is an absolutely, I, I say a true story. This, these are actual events. I don't right. know how much of it's true. This story revolves around famous paranormal investigator Harry Price. This is the, the mystery of Sothcott's box. Um, or Southcott, I think it's Southcott. I like Southcott. <laughs> yeah, so this is Southcott. So um, Harry Price used to work at the laboratory for psychical research, and one day uh, a wooden box was posted to the laboratory, um, which was allegedly belonged to an 18th century prophetess called Joanna Southcott. Southcott. Let's go with Southcott. I like Sothcott's box. That sounds good. Yeah, so this turned up, basically, and uh, apparently uh, it had been passed down through the generations. She died in 1814, and it had been passed along the generations with very specific instructions about when it should be opened. The seals on it, he subjected them to ultraviolet light. And, uh, so the chickens, they would have seen The chickens that. would have seen what was going on. Uh, and they were all sealed with a black wax, <coughs> wax right. seals. And two of the five seals reacted to the ultraviolet rays and gave off a, like a fluorescence, but the remaining three didn't react at all. So this this box had been passed down the generation. She died in 1814, and she'd left very specific instructions that the box should not be opened except for in times of a national crisis and in the presence of 24 bishops. Gosh. So he had it psychometrized by a medium um, who came up with what they thought could be inside it. Uh, just, you know, theories, uh, basically nothing. Psychometrized? <laughs> yeah, psychometrized. What the hell is that? Which is when a That's medium... When you guess what's inside a box, basically, <laughs> exactly. isn't it? Is exactly just got a fancy right. name on it. Joanna Southcott did some writing. So that he was researching her and he found some uh, old writing that she did. And she, now this, you might find this interesting. Um, she saw, uh, basically, she thought she was Jesus, right, in a in a female form. And right. It so was the, it was the second advent. But hence, then, the, hence the bishops. Exactly. Ah. But then she changed her mind and decided that she wasn't actually Jesus because Jesus appeared to her and presumably said, "You're not me." Um, yeah, because that would have been that would have been confusing, wouldn't it? Yeah, he, he did tell her that 
uh, she was his chosen bride. Right. Blimey. So, so Soth got then, married. Jesus. Did they get married? Well, um, she was then, although she was a virgin, she was then set to give birth. Right, a virgin birth. Um, so I think she basically formed a bit of a following as these people <laughs> normally I can do. imagine, yeah. I mean, uh, if someone came to me with a, with a, a Sothcott's box, with a box like that, and said that they were Jesus's bride and they were having a virgin birth, I'd, I'd be following them wherever they went. Exactly. So Harry Price has all this information. Like, you know, he's probably slightly nervous about opening this box i would imagine. imagine yeah you wouldn't just like take a wrench to it and... exactly so so did he came. cause a national crisis just so he could open it so it should only be opened in a time of national crisis dire distress grave national uh, danger or to avert the country's downfall blimey so basically what harry price decided was that it was easy to make up something that the country needed saving from. <laughs> yeah, because there's always something, isn't there? There's and always... he actually wrote, we had a choice of evils from politicians to jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Hated jazz. Hated it. Hate so, um, some people do, some people do. They're not, they're not on the jazz train. Or not on the jazz train. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love my jazz, personally. Well, Harry so. Price, not on the jazz train. Um, so he arranged a public opening of the box, which was in Westminster, on Jul- in July 1927, at 8pm. 8 8 was it in Westminster Cathedral? It was in Hoare Memorial Hall in West- Westminster, where they... Right. Hoare Memorial Hall? <laughs> yes, there's nothing funny about it. Okay. <laughs> just, so it's a memorial just... to whores? Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. So, moving on. Uh, So, he basically, Harry Price put an advertisement in the Times that said that anyone, (laughs) I enjoy this part, anyone who present who anyone who possessed a mystery box could also have it opened on the same evening free of charge interesting so loads <laughs> of people loads of kids turning up with like birthday presents they hadn't opened nobody responded no no surprise there really <laughs> he took a chance he opened the box and uh what do you i mean speculate away i mean this is i know you're intrigued and i know everyone at home listening to this is thinking what was in that box i know what was in there what it was Jesus's baby playing jazz. That's what it was. As soon as he opened it up, there's this little baby like. So you want to know what was in the box? Do. You sure? Yeah. I'll tell you what was in the box. A load of old shit. <laughs> so there was a lottery ticket for 19, 1796. Which I actually found. 1796. That's what I found bizarre. They didn't right? have the fucking lottery in 1796. So I guess they must have had some kind of lottery. Posting the piece of paper. Right. Yeah. Anything on it? Uh, apparently, it was. It, there was a bit on the paper that said it was printed on the Thames in 1814. Right. Uh, there was a, a silk double-ended purse covered with steel beads. Guess what was in that? Nothing. Some coins. Right. A coach token. Apparently, yeah. some of the coins were rare, so it's not. It's not. A, an, a, a, it wasn't know. a total loss. No. He managed to managed to take the bishops out for a for a drink afterwards. <laughs> Apparently, there was a horse pistol. I don't really know what that is. A horse pistol. Uh, Harry Price said, "A horse pistol, rusty and quite innocuous." Yeah. See, a pistol, a horse pistol, is a pistol that can only be used by horses. 
Mm. Um, yeah, it's designed to be held in their hooves. In a hoof, a hoof pistol. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's possible they held up somewhere to get the coins. And this is kind of coming together, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. The mystery is unfolding as we speak. And they've used the, the ticket, the coach ticket, yeah. to go and buy, yeah, a national uh, a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. It's making so, perfect sense. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe some of these other things will also help us solve this riddle. Uh, there was an ivory dice cup. Yeah, and now you don't get many of those around, do you? The old dice cup. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> sounds like it sounds like lottery ticket, dice cups, some money. Sounds like Joanna may have enjoyed a little bit of gambling to me. Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, a woman's embroidered nightcap. Right. A pair of tortoise Is that, was that shell. a form of contraception? <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> Back in those days, an embroidered nightcap. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to pop in the embroidered nightcap. <laughs> Hang on a minute, Jesus. Oh, i got to pop this, in my nightcap. Pop this ivory dice cup on the, on the end of your old man. So, so away we go. A pair of earrings. Uh, I think you're going to upset people talking about Jesus popping a nightcap on the end of his <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was the dice cup. It's all right. It was uh, made of ivory. Uh, a set of brass monkey weights. Sorry, money weights. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Right, okay. I love the idea of brass monkey weights. Yeah, they're made uh, specifically by, by the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And a bone puzzle. I don't know what the fuck a bone puzzle is, but it sounds exciting. Yeah, it's the way... See, this is the thing. It's about reanimation. A bone puzzle is the way you put human beings together. Interesting. Yeah, you get a set of bones, and then yeah. you... If make a puzzle them, over it. If you put them all together in that human form... You get a man. You or get a man. Um, it's like a, it. when you collect the or pieces... A horse. Collect the pieces of a, a kinder egg or whatever. Yeah, I mean, human beings are basically kinder eggs. The surprise inside is the is the bone puzzle that you get after you've eaten them. So the other thing to bear in mind is uh, obviously everyone who came along to this box opening was probably incredibly disappointed at their evening's entertainment. Uh, also, the mediums were wrong about everything that was in the box. Uh, not one of them guessed correctly. I'm not, I'm not surprised, to um, be honest. Uh, that's the story of Joanna Southcott's or Southcott's mysterious box. Southcott's box? You heard it here first? Yeah. Uh... Oh, also, when they opened the box, they let loose an army of ghosts and demons. But apart from that, ah, oh, I see. a bunch oh, of rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, you've forgotten that. <laughs> I've never been one to believe in in ghosts uh, and things like that. Particularly, I've got an open mind. I'm interested in the paranormal uh, and all those kind of things. But one time, uh, when I was a boy, uh, when were, I was a boy, was a boy back in the day. I feel like I should play the, the Hovis music over this anecdote. Yeah, da, da, da. there were a few of us. Uh, there was a, there was supposed to be a haunted old stately home, and uh, and it was used it was used as a hotel, and the grounds there were supposed to be haunted as well, and the hotel was supposed to be haunted. Now, a few of my naughty friends. Um, who lived because we lived in the country not you obviously 
not me, but they were yeah country country lads, and they thought, oh, oh you know what? Come they, on, Si, let's go down said, the old. No, what they thing. said, they they told us, you know what we've been doing, what we're going to do tonight, is we're going to go down to that old stately home and illegally fish because they got a big big pond there, a big lake full of fish out the front. And you're not allowed to fish in there unless you got permission, you got a license. But we we're going to nip down there in the middle of the night. We're going to go fishing. You fancy coming with us? Creepy night fishing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a rod, um, so I. <laughs> sorry. No I jokes, didn't, please. I didn't. I didn't fancy the, the night fishing thing, but we knew they were going down there. Oh, come on, Sai. Fucking grow up here. You don't fancy no. a bit of night fishing in a haunted no, house. What we thought was better was me and a couple of other friends. We thought, well, they're going to be down there. They were a little bit scared about the spooky nature of the venue they'd chosen for their <laughs> night fishing. Because they yeah. were saying, oh, we have heard it's haunted. Down. No, don't be ridiculous. Anyway, so they all went down there doing the night fishing. Are your we friends all old men? <laughs> they were, yeah. <laughs> well, what we thought, well, maybe you should speak like that a little bit, like they're young boys. Anyway, so what, me and my other friends decided, we thought what would be funny is we'd creep down there on the same night and we would go through the bushes and then jump out on them. Nice, I like it. Scared the Jesus out of them. I like it. Because we knew they were a little bit scared about this whole thing. Did you so dress we, up? You should have dressed up. We, we didn't dress up, but we, we just, because it was a last minute thing. So yeah. we crept down through You could the, have dressed as a horse with a gun. That would have been brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah, if we would have, uh, yeah, with our lottery ticket. In the name of Southcott. <laughs> that was <laughs> a horse. <laughs> No. no, no, sorry. So anyway, to get to so we were creeping through the bushes on this dark, dark night. And we could hear them all talking. Oh, we've got a lovely little fish down here. We've got a bite. Here, look at this. <laughs> and uh there they were. And we as we approached them, we thought, oh, this is hilarious. So suddenly we all jumped out on them and we were like, Aah! and they were like, Aah! and they were very, really scared. But then we noticed that they were looking rather pale anyway. So we were like, oh, okay, it was only a joke. Come on, guys. You know, it's just, we're just kidding around, you know. Um, and then one of them turned to, turned to us and he said, he was called the Mekon. Uh, that's what we used to call him. He had a really big forehead. Um, I'm just going to let that go. Okay, yeah, sorry. We all had names, nicknames for each other at school, but uh, but he 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 paled significantly, and he said, "Oh no," he said, "lads," he said, "you may have jumped out on us," he said, "but actually, there is we think we think there is a ghost up there. Have a look at the top windows up, up there where there's no guests right at the top of the building." And we looked right up to the top where the kind of roof was and the attic rooms would be. And in the window was the figure of a woman dressed in a kind of old-fashioned bonnet and stuff. And she was waving. Now, at first we thought, we were like, oh, she's just waving at us. And then he was like, no, boys. He said, think about it. She's inside with the light on and we're outside in the pitch dark. How could she see us? There's no way. And we suddenly thought, 
she, she, they're right. How there's no way she could possibly see it. Was the house occupied? And yet there, it was a hotel underneath, but this was right at the top. All the other lights were out, but the attic window light was on. And there was this woman in this kind of old maid's clothing waving at how, us. How far there's away no were you? There's no way that she could have seen us. But here's the here's the kicker. Wait, how, but how far away were you? Just so I can picture it. How far away? Yeah, about uh, sort of three hundred yards or something like that. I guess. <laughs> A fair distance. Fair distance, yeah. So, but in the darkness, there's no way she exists. Here's here here we go though. So I suddenly the 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 heckles went up on the back of my neck, and I thought, oh my god. So this is actually like a, perhaps it is haunted. This is a paranormal experience. And then one of the other lads said, no no boys, she's cleaning the window. <laughs> <laughs> what he realised was that it was just a maid cleaning one of the upstairs windows. It just looked like she was waving. On that note, at the end of this weirdly spooky oh, podcast, um, join us. Going at Halloween. I know, yeah. Join us. Well, we can get much scarier at Halloween. That's true. Yeah, I've got, I've got more uh, At the end of this slightly weird um, isolation fueled podcast uh stay safe out there everyone and follow us on the electric head facebook electric head comedy on instagram we're going to be putting up as much as we can uh hopefully to get people through this rather tumultuous time yeah. and next next time we'll be discussing uh, some different things why why are chopsticks like ice skates yeah a good um, good topic it's, a, it's an interesting one um yeah, um, that's it, really. <laughs> right. but, well, look forward uh, to that. Some advice uh, is that is that everybody needs to uh, keep their knees warm. Yeah, be make sure you keep your knees warm, especially at this time. And uh, yeah, and on that note, we will we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Farewell. Ta ta.